Hey, freaks, it's Phil, and on episode 127, we get a return from Janice Dean, the Weather Machine. Every time I would do an interview, it was like I felt like this book was meant to be out in the universe, not only for people to read and feel like connected to humanity, but for my own sanity. We've also got some hilarious segments like Weather Trollbot 5000. It's all coming up on the Stormfront Freaks. Going green. <laughs> Greenage. Saddle now. You got it, boss. Hey, welcome everybody to the most entertaining weather podcast. This is the award-winning Stormfront Freaks podcast. Uh, thanks to our Patreon members for supporting the show, like new members Jimmy and Liam. Uh, you can also join us live and get in on all the extras at patreon.com slash stormfrontfreaks. Uh, also remind you all, uh, if you remember, this is National Weather Podcast Month. Um, and what's great about that is we made it up. <laughs> but it is like it is like the fourth or fifth year. I think it's the fifth year of National Weather Podcast Month. Um, but we've gotten uh, we've gotten all kinds of other weather podcasts in on this. And and I'll tell you, this list keeps growing. It's great. I'm I'm just going to go through some of these great podcasts that are out there. Uh, B squared Weather, Carolina Weather Group, Weather Brains. Uh, Solid F2, the Twister Minute by Minute podcast, Jet Stream of Consciousness, What Is It About the Weather, Chaser Chat, uh, the Joe and Joe Weather Show, I heard is, is uh, really good, When Did the Storm Begin, uh, which is a, a podcast, I believe, from the National Weather Museum has started that, uh, and then the Tornado Trackers, and I, I want to add this, a little teaser, make sure you're subscribed to the Stormfront Freaks podcast as we've got some exciting new content that we're going to be announcing extremely soon. So this is uh, this is going to be some cool stuff coming from the Stormfront Freaks. You know, we've been growing every year. This is what, going into our sixth year. And we're like going to double growth here uh, in a matter of weeks with uh, what we're about to do. So it's going to be really exciting. You want to stay tuned. Uh, we'll provide a list for all those podcasts in our episode 127 show notes. Uh, so if you want to take a look at those, you can find those there as well. It is always happy hour. If this is your first time listening to the show, it's always happy hour when we record. doesn't matter what time. We're actually recording earlier tonight uh, because of our great guest, Janice Dean. We want to put her to bed at a decent hour tonight. Uh, but it's always happy hour. So to go around and find out which of our co-hosts are here tonight, uh, we find out what they're drinking. So MJ, I'm going to start up uh, with you up in Minnesota, our Skywarn dude. All right, we're up here. I'm at work today, so I'm high octane Coca Cola. <laughs> Just straight up, straight up Coke out of the bottle. All right, uh, Serena, we got you uh, in New England. Uh, former uh, meteor, you are meteor. I keep saying former meteorologist, but once you are, you like always you are. You lose it at some point. But yeah, I don't know. Yes. Like, I don't, Sometimes you do yeah. lose it. <laughs> right? If you you forget it, you lose it, or you lose it. You news. I can't remember the saying of that. But anyway, uh, what are you drinking tonight, Serena? So nice and I'm, early. I'm continuing. I know the kids are still awake, and I'm drinking. This is quite the treat. Um, I'm continuing my weather themed beer with Skies of Wonder tonight Ooh, from nice. Fort George. What kind of a beer is that? Yeah, this is an imperial IPA. Ooh, my kind. All right, nice. I like Beautiful. you already, Serena. Beautiful. 
All right, Greg, storm chasing up in Canada. What are you drinking tonight? Well, um, since we're probably going to be airing this episode on a uh, the equinox, I'm uh, actually I'm drinking half and half. Um, I'm also also already drank half of it. This is half <laughs> uh, Captain Morgan spiced rum and uh, half fruit punch. And I may not make it till the end of the show. Yeah, 50, that is that's a lot. Nice True job. Canadian. True Canadian. Very good. All right, Maz, uh, former TV meteorologist. What are you drinking? Okay, so I'm drinking a beer before it was brewed. So it's basically just filtered water right now. Um, so, <laughs> a little <laughs> yeast. Yeah, yeah, no yeast in it. Well, it could be. I haven't rinsed the cup out in a while. But I got my COVID test, or, or not test, but shot tomorrow. So I'm not Ooh. jinxing it with anything. The, oh, first the, water. Water. the first the one. First one. Okay. First one. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So so now we know how old you are. All right, Kim. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I haven't been invited yet to get my shot. So yeah, uh, there you go. Good answer. Good answer. So so uh, former TV meteorologist Kim, welcome back. We haven't seen you for a while, so it's good to have I you know. back too. What are you What are you drinking? Well, you know, you'll be shocked when I show you this, but I'm actually <laughs> drinking some white wine. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. And I don't know. I, I never liked it before, but all of a sudden I found this Pinot Grigio that is so delicious. So, and it's really nice on hot days. It's not really hot today, but I mean, we had some pretty warm days a couple this last week. So I'm enjoying a white wine right now. It's a little hoppy, isn't it? It, I guess that's why I like it. I don't know. I'm not sure. It must no. be, but there it is. Well, good. All right. So I promise I promise you guys, before we get to Janice quick, I was going to do a quick pop quiz. So I was looking back. So we're in our sixth year now of the podcast. And I was looking back on some of our stats. And it was interesting to find out which countries we are most downloaded in. Uh, and so we're going to do a little pop quiz. We're just going to kind of do top five um, in the last year, so I'm just looking at the last year, top five most downloaded countries. I think everybody probably knows what number one would be. Slovakia. Germany, Australia. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we are 80, 80, 80% United States. 80% uh -huh. of our downloads are in the United States. Okay. Now, in the last year, uh, what do you think was number two? Canada. 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 Canada would be correct. Nice. Okay. Uh, I should. I should give. Thanks, you a little, Greg. Uh, I should give you a little ding there for that. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> now close. A close third. Very close third. Okay. So Canada's four point nine two percent. This one is four point one five percent. Look at Janice waving her Canada. <laughs> the UK. I think Kim's right. I think I it's it. Australia. I think yeah, Kim's right. I think I'm Australia. Thinking. All right, Serena. What'd you say? The UK. I'm going to say UK as well. It's oh, UK. Okay. Like oh. UK is right there, right beneath Canada. Uh, number number four. <laughs> number four. You guys got uh, which is Australia. Australia. Yeah. And then what do you think's number five in the last year? This, Germany. This is, nope. I would say Czechoslovakia. That doesn't even exist anymore. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> oh, Netherlands. Mexico. The Netherlands. What, now, uh, Greg, why would you say the Netherlands? Why would I say the Netherlands? Because those people over there, and they're probably Easy. listening right now. Those people? Yeah, I hope those you know people, that. Those people, the <laughs> Dutch, you know, with their wooden shoes and their stupid windmills and stuff. Anyway, they, they're nice. nuts for the weather stuff. Like, they are goofy for it. Uh, I think it's the Dutch. I think it's Netherlands. It is yeah. the Netherlands. How, you, how Netherlands. do you know they love weather stuff, Greg? How do you know that? Uh, they're just, I don't know. They're just obsessed with it. Like, uh, like I... I uh, whenever you're on Twitter, there's there's always Dutch people 
putting Dutch things on about <laughs> the wet. I don't know. It's weird. It's the, they it, power it, it, everything with wind. They power yeah, everything with water. With yeah, they, with they like live because of the weather. That's awesome. so clog. Cool. Everywhere That's they go, so they cool. clog. All right. So I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you guys over the last three months, uh, number three has overtaken number two in our downloads. Really? Really? Sorry. The UK so. is now at 6.06% of right. our downloads. Canada right. at 5.67%. Australia still in fourth, but the Netherlands in the last three months have lost fifth place oh. to a country that j- blows me away that, that there's even a couple downloads in. Dan India. says Kazakhstan. <laughs> Kazakhstan. Iceland. Kazakhstan. Iceland. Oh, Iceland, yes. Wow. Iceland is, is uh, lately uh, fifth, fifth place on Didn't that. Didn't we so. just do a thing with the ice castle and all that? or Was that Dina? No. no somebody did something <laughs> where you hotel made of ice? No. You're getting us confused with totally different show. Sorry, you're getting us confused with the, so. the all news. Right. All right, all <laughs> right. Enough of our crap, uh, Kim. Let's yeah. get to the good Kim. stuff. Okay. <laughs> you said Kim right after enough of that crap, so I kind of took that. No, I said enough of that crap, <laughs> Kim. Let's get to the good stuff. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. You never well, know what'll come out of my mouth, so that's a fair. Well, that's the truth. That is so true. All right. Well, I'm so excited to introduce Janice. And I think most people listening to this podcast probably know everything about Janice already and know that her smile is so infectious. But if you want to know when did she join Fox, um, she joined Fox back in January of 2004. She is the senior meteorologist for Fox News and can be seen weekday mornings on Fox and Friends. She was inducted, by the way, into the Puxatani Meteorologist Hall of Fame. That was in 2017. She also has authored a series of incredible children's books about weather. One, Freddie the Frogcaster, her New York Times bestselling autobiography, Mostly Sunny, and just released a new book of inspiring stories titled Make Your Own Sunshine. Yay. Yay. So Janice, welcome back. We are just so excited to have you. This is, by the way, the third time you've been on Stormfront Freaks, and we are so honored that you decided to come back. And I know this book just came out, and we want to talk about that a little bit, but um, I really want to know how you do it. Janice, you work you know, full time, you work a strange shift, you know, yes. you have to get up really early in the morning, you are on Twitter, you are <laughs> writing books, you have a family. I mean, I just, I am in awe. You are superwoman. It's day by day. Well, you know that you're super, superwoman yourself, my friend. It takes one to know one. Um, you know, I'm lucky. I've been in quarantine basically for the past year. So they built a green screen in my spare bedroom uh, in my house uh, in April or May of last year. And it's so funny because people used to say, oh, you know, they sh- you should get like them to build you a green screen in your house. So you could, you never have to go into work. And I always used to say, ha ha ha, that's hilarious. That's never going to happen. <laughs> uh, and it did. It happened with COVID. So um, I've been home and it's been, it's been great because I've been able to see my kids. You know, I still get up at 4 a.m. But I'm in my house and I go upstairs and I do my own hair and makeup, which I've gotten quite good at. Um, And then when my kids wake up, they come upstairs. So in between weather, I get to see my kids. They come in, they give me a big hug. Uh, And, you know, sometimes I'll be doing the weather and, you know, Matthew, my oldest, will be like peeking in and watching me do it. It's pretty awesome. So when we look back at this year, which has been so crazy, 
Um, I will, one of the things I will look fondly uh, and, and remember is the fact that I was home with my children. I was able to see them and, you know, in between weather, I'll go downstairs and help my husband get them ready for school, get their backpacks on. Um, and I get to see, you know, kiss them goodbye before they go to school. So that's been really amazing. Uh, listen, I have a great support system. Um, my husband is amazing. I don't quite know what I did to deserve him, but, uh, you know, I thank God every day. And I have two beautiful boys, uh, age 12 and 10, Matthew and Theodore. Um, and you know, it's, it's the support group, right? You get through it when you have wonderful people around you that, that support you and love you and, and want you to want you to accomplish what you want to accomplish. So that's how but I get when, through it. When do you, when do you write? When do you, I'm trying to picture this, right? When do you actually sit down and write these incredible books? Like after you get home from work, do you take a nap? Do you get up and write the book? What do That's you do? That's a good question. Um, the best time for me to write is on the weekend in the morning. That's when my mind is fresh. And actually, I have been known to write while I'm at work. Um, when I was actually, you know, doing the morning shift at Fox in Manhattan, um, in between weather, I would, you know, I would sort of write what came to mind. And then, you know, I would, I would edit myself later, but usually in the morning is the best time for me to write. I find in the afternoon, you know, I've used all of the, I've used all of the juice up there uh, and I can't really, you know, put a lot of stuff down on paper. Um, but it's usually in the morning and you know what, you have to love what you're writing about. And I truly am so lucky because the Freddie, the Frogcaster books, um, were a joy to write um, because you know I was uh, I was writing for kids and I wanted to tell them all about weather and I loved I loved Freddie so those were a pleasure to write um, the memoir was you know it was my life so I was talking about myself and who better to talk about yourself than yourself <laughs> um, so you know that was I, I just do love to write I think I've always um, had a knack for it and. The Mostly Sunny or the latest book, Make Your Own Sunshine, is written about other people. And uh, it's it's I've been doing good news stories for years now. I do a daily feature on Fox News Radio called The Dean's List. And it features a good news story, a minute long that goes in between, you know, news breaks and, and shows on the radio on Fox News Radio. And so this is just sort of... Um, you know, a longer version of the Dean's List. And it was a pleasure to write these stories. I started before the pandemic uh, and I, I did a lot of the interviews and I did a lot of the chapters during the pandemic. And I we went through a really rough time. My husband lost both of his parents to COVID in nursing homes. And I've been, if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I've, I'm also very vocal against our, our governor. Um, for what, you know, the mandate that he put uh, COVID positive patients into nursing homes. And, and I believe it's what contributed to the thousands of people that died. Um, but I will say writing this book during a really dark time about people who spread kindness like sunshine helped me during an incredibly dark time. And every time I would do an interview, it was like, I felt like this book was meant to be out in the universe, not only for people to read and feel like connected to humanity, but for my own sanity uh, to to talk to these people, these amazing human beings that have also gone through tremendous challenges and come out of the other side of that wanting uh, to be a better person. So I feel like, you know, this book was 
meant to be written, not only for other people to read these stories, but for myself, because uh, it, it was a pretty dark time what we went through. Janice, I, oh, Maz, I'm going to sneak in here. Go ahead. I got to, I got to sneak in. Uh, Janice, um, one of my favorite authors is Malcolm Gladwell. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I read your book, it made me think of Gladwell's storytelling style. Oh, wow. And yeah, no, really. And, and uh, just the way each chapter, you know, was about a different um, story about somebody and they weren't all related to you. Some were related to you and, uh, mm -hmm. but that, um, that storytelling style where you sort of don't know what the outcome is going to be when you start telling the story, uh, was there an inspiration from Gladwell? Because it mm. sort of felt like that style a little bit. That's, that's a huge, uh, compliment. Um, no, I think I've always had this, uh, I've, I've just loved to storytell, I guess, you know, and I never really had a sort of, um, a genre or, or a person that I was trying to um, emulate. It's just over the years of doing these good news stories, I kind of just developed a way of introducing the person and, and trying to write it in, you know, in a style that's, that's very um, conversational. And, you know, I, I spoke with these people. So it was really uh, just the conversation that unfolded between myself and the other individual or the individuals. Um, and then I sort of wove into it, you know, my own personal experience. I felt connected to all of these stories. So I would either begin with a story about myself that kind of, you know, would go into the story of the other person and how I felt like I was connected to them somehow, or I would end the story with, you know, here's what I got out of this story. Um, so, you know, I'm a big reader as well. So I'm sure that those influences of other people uh, rubbed off of me. Um, but it truly is my voice. It, it, it is the voice of these people. And, um, you know, I, that the best compliment you could ever give me was, uh, you know, that you read it and, and you shed a tear or you, or you laughed or, you know, it somehow impacted you. And everybody tells me a different story that they loved, which I love. You know, you always think you know uh, what the favorite is going to be, but uh, every person I talk to tells me a different chapter. So I think that that's so special. Janice, my question kind of dovetails off of Greg's there. Um, in the past, you had said that you didn't really use other people to help write the books. When did you get Gladwell to actually help you write this? <laughs> well, he's always been a fan of Fox and Friends, so mm. I'm kidding. That was a joke. Um, uh, uh, no, um, I don't know what to say to that. You, you, know, you still a, write it yourself, right? I do. Yeah, okay. I don't. I've never had a ghostwriter, um, and uh, and I have one editor um, that basically, you know, will will look at it. He doesn't really edit me that much. And then there's you know a copy editor for grammatical purposes. And I will right. tell you, I'm, my my grammar is not that great, and my punctuation is terrible. <laughs> um, but but as far as like sitting down and writing it, it's all me. So why do you feel then that this is such an important thing to get out? Why have these positive stories? You know, what impact do you think that's having on people today? I mean, we need these stories more than ever right now, you know, I, and, and the fact that we've all been social distancing and, and it's also about how 
adaptable we are. You know, I, I open up the book about my 50th birthday, how I was supposed to go to Vegas with a bunch of girlfriends and, you know, like spend a lot of money and um, get these great hotel rooms and have a big dinner and fancy sparkly dress. And, you know, that was all the plan. Um, and it obviously came to a screeching halt with um, COVID and the pandemic. Um, but my husband decided to bring Vegas to me. So we were in quarantine, but he ordered, uh, you know, a Vegas backdrop that he put up when I was sleeping in the, the living room and put a roulette table on the dining room table and, you know, made, made it like Vegas in my house. And I woke up to that and I, and I, and I, <laughs> there were balloons all over the place. And, um, and so that was amazing. And then one of my girlfriends at work planned, uh, you know, one of those zoom meetings with, my favorite people at work. So it was like Brady Bunch, like we're doing right now. Yeah, so I, yeah. I saw all my friends and we'd have our, our, you know, we had a drink while we were celebrating. And then he had a car parade. He organized uh, like friends and family. I mean, I, I get, uh, I start getting, um, I start getting teared up when I think about it. Um, but he got friends and neighbors to, to drive their car around the block and honk and, and, and yell and sing happy birthday. And my next door or my neighbor across the street, Dervla put out a, you know, put out a table with champagne. And so everybody was socially distanced, but I felt like more love than ever before. So that's the kind of thing. It's like, as human beings, we, adapt to every situation. And in some cases, you don't realize these these moments um, from somebody else are like make for the best day ever, which which it truly was the best day ever. How are you going to top it this year? I, d I no clue. <laughs> I, I don't no, know. <laughs> it's, it's coming up, right? But yeah. you know, 51 is like, eh, yeah, yeah. whatever. Exactly. 50 was big. <laughs> you know, um, Janice, I think for me, what I loved so much was that it's so easy as meteorologists that we, we see a lot of destruction from these storms. And you probably have a lot of stories about people coming together and, yes. you know, and helping each other. And that's kind of a, a given that we do that. What I loved about this was that you took stories that were acts of kindness that just happened, you know, that just individuals did something very nice for somebody just because for the most part, it wasn't because of a, a, some of the stories anyway, a huge natural disaster or anything like that. It was just human stories. And I think that was so awesome. I also loved the story about the little boy who was influenced to make bow ties because of hurricane Irma mm -hmm. and because of hurricane Harvey. So there is a little bit of a weather tie in here, but um, I just was really impressed that, that you decided to do it that route. I love that you bring up the the fact that communities come together after storms and mm -hmm. and that really is so true and and even though I didn't particularly write about that um there are many instances of somebody just doing something uh for a neighbor um that is it, you know didn't do it to get the cameras in their face or didn't do it to get accolades on on social media they just did it because they wanted to do something for somebody else. And right. I think that's how we are all connected. You know, weather connects us, um, but, you know, um, wanting to do good uh, for another person um, also connects us. And I think we all have that in our, in our, in us. 
And now, and now more than ever, I actually saw more stories of trying people trying to do good things for others during a pandemic than I think I've ever seen before. Well, I'll we tell you that. what, talk, talk about getting connected. Uh, the Tempest, it's a revolutionary personal weather system brought to you by the folks at Weatherflow. Uh, visit weatherflow.com. You can learn more. But the Tempest is a meticulously designed personal weather system delivers unmatched accuracy. Uh, the weather observations stream instantly from the solar-powered wireless Tempest station through Weatherflow's data center, and they're used to help provide a guaranteed better forecast for your exact location. Actually, the data collected by each is shared with the National Weather Service, which, as many of you know, contributes to a more accurate general forecast and helps us all predict and prepare for extreme weather better. Uh, reports more than a dozen weather parameters. This thing gives you temperature, solar radiation, UV, humidity, barometric pressure, wind speed and direction, lightning strikes, rainfall, and more. And, and here's what's cool. There's no moving parts to this weather station. You guys know and have seen all the weather stations that have spinning anemometers and things like this has got no moving parts yet still magically and i don't know how right it reads the wind speed wind direction and everything else it's pretty cool uh there's zero almost zero maintenance because of that and you can also get uh an ai powered app to help you get instant online access it gives you a personal weather web page and direct link to weather underground which is awesome so uh, share your Tempest dashboard with friends and family with a special web page and link your data to dozens of smart home apps and integrations. Or you can build your own. If, you, if you're uh, savvy with building your own uh, um, apps, they've got an API that you can use to do that. And what's cool here that they're offering $30 off the Tempest uh, weather station with coupon code STORMFRONT when you go to weatherflow.com. So check that out. Hey, it's time for a break and an episode of Tracker Chat that they're going to be discussing camera gear. Uh, but we're going to be right back with Janice and the lightning round. So stay tuned. Welcome to Tracker Chat. We are the Tornado Trackers, and this is your bi-weekly information on storm chasing. I'm Jeremy Heyman. I am also followed by my chasing partners, Gabe Cox and Jeff Mangum. How are you guys doing? I'm good, man. Doing great. So what we're talking about today is photography equipment, and there is a lot of it, a lot of options, a lot of opinions. Um, you can pretty much use anything and everything while storm chasing. Um, so let's kick it off with you, Gabe. Gabe, you are the most professional filmmaker of uh, all three of us. So I am uh, very interested in hearing what you prefer while uh, taking video and photos while chasing. Surprisingly, you would think, because I'm a filmmaker, that I would have a lot of opinions, um, but I do not. I have never been a gearhead. I've been a visionary with an uh, image in mind that I pursue, but um, as far as the gear that I use to capture that image, I've never been super picky. So I can talk about what I have now, um, which I absolutely love, which is the Panasonic GH5. I have used that in 
blizzards and nor'easters and uh, chasing tornadoes and multiple hurricanes. And it is a fantastic camera. And it is, most importantly, water resistant. Um, <clears throat> I kind of abuse my cameras, so I don't have a case for it, which I should. Um, but in chasing the blizzards um, and the nor'easters, you know, with salt spray and in the hurricanes, uh, I have not covered it and it's held up amazingly. So when it says weather resistant on the GH5, you can believe it. It has been tested. Cool. And you do shoot some incredibly beautiful images. Check out uh, Tornado Tracker's 2018 year in review video on YouTube and you'll see that being featured on there. Uh, Jeff, uh, you are known on our team as uh, the the gear horse. You have a lot of gear that you bring uh, along on chases, but if you could uh, briefly give us a rundown of uh, what you like to use while chasing. Yeah, uh, I struggle with uh, FOMO, so there's always the fear of missing out on a particular uh, part of a storm. So um, I have a, a few different things going on at the same time for better or worse. Uh, for photography, I have a Canon 60. And so I've used that uh, some for video. Uh, it doesn't shoot 4K, but um, shoots great uh, photos. Um, I had a Panasonic um, HCVX 870. And so that's a 4K camera. Um, it did not do well in low light situations. So that was always a, a bit of a frustration, but it was, it was good for me. It, it is not water resistant. And so hurricane Michael, uh, treated that thing very, very poorly. Um, and then I always have one or two GoPros, um, going on, uh, and preferably something, uh, uh utilizing 4k and kind of the, the wide angle, uh, facing forward. And if I can, I'll have one facing back. Yeah, it's it's so fun to uh, finish a chase and then pull up the the GoPro footage and kind of get a little present, a little surprise. Awesome. Well, thanks, Jeff. I appreciate that. And and I am kind of the the weird uh, chaser in terms of uh, gear. I love using uh, my iPhone. I have an eight plus, which I love. The iPhone isn't obviously a professional grade. Uh, video capture device but it does a really really great job and one of our most popular videos on youtube was shot on uh, a 7 i believe in 4k the oklahoma winniewood ef4 and it just it looks great it looks really looks really beautiful and so i i use that a ton i also have a sony a6000 uh it's a great uh consumer cheap consumer mirrorless camera and sony is just super solid so as you can see we we're all three of us are uh we kind of march to the beat of our own drum one of my favorite pieces of advice on cameras i've ever heard is uh the best camera that you have is the one that you have on hand so um if you have an iphone use your iphone if you have an ipad you know and you want to <laughs> and you're out there and that's all you got you know shoot some pictures and videos on there but um yeah i want to i mean i'm going to add on to that iphone sentiment too mm -hmm. That's how our team started. We were all shooting exclusively on iPhone when we first started. I was even making sales with my iPhone footage for a while, which helped me to save up for the GH5. So mm -hmm. don't discount your iPhone. Yeah, absolutely. And they're just going to get better and better. And, and, you know, Android phones too are, are, are wonderful. The I know the camera on the, um, the Pixel 2, I believe, is 
is kind of the, the industry standard right now. So very cool. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, this has been Tracker Chat with the Tornado Trackers. Um, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, one of our all-time favorite guests, uh, Janice Dean, is here. And, and so, Janice, I've, I've got a question because since COVID, right, and, and, and obviously since the, the tragedy with your uh, in-laws, mm-hmm. you, you've really, I've seen you, honestly, I have seen you more talking about that scenario then I have seen you tweeting about weather and, and things of that nature. And, and my only question on that is, like, did, have, did you have like a conversation with Fox and say, hey, can, can, can I change some of my role to be a, you know, a little more geared to this side and do interviews on this and do, you know, and, and maybe less from the weather or just added that to the weather? Like, did you ever have a conversation with, with the execs about adding that role? That's a really good question um, because I know that I that I kind of walk this fine line, right? I do the job that I am paid to do, so I do the forecast in the morning on Fox and Friends. You know, I did it today, um, but yesterday I was on talking about you know nursing homes and and how it's important to have an investigation not only in New York but there were other states that also put you know sick patients into nursing homes that I believe led to the deaths of of many elderly. Um, so how that happened was I was not going to be vocal. I've always said that I am, uh, you know, bipartisan. No one knows who I voted for. The only red and blue I see on a map are areas of high pressure and low pressure. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, um, and when I was when I was hired at Fox, no one asked me who I voted for. I was I was the meteorologist, so um, non-political. And but this was important because I wasn't seeing the questions asked that my family wanted to see asked of our governor uh, pertaining to the nursing home issue and the fact that I knew he wasn't counting those that died in the hospital, like my mother-in-law. I knew there was a hiding of the numbers, and that every time he was on television, he would use bad statistics. So it was in, so my father-in-law died in late March. My mother-in-law died around Easter and my husband really didn't want me to talk about them. He's a very private person. He's, you know, (laughs) he's a firefighter and he's very private and, you know, he loves that. I love what I do, but he doesn't want to broadcast his personal life, but because they're, you know, we were seeing the governor on channels sort of like promoting himself and celebrating himself while thousands were dying in New York. Um, I was just getting upset about it. And I was going to start out with just writing an op-ed. And I was in touch with one of my bosses who I'm, I'm close to. Um, and, you know, she certainly knew my story. And I said to her, I said, I have to do something because I feel like who's going to, who's going to speak up and, and talk about something that happened that, that could be affecting thousands of others, other New Yorkers. So she was the one who said, okay, well, write the op-ed and then let's talk about it. Um, and then I was talking to Tucker Carlson, who does an evening program on Fox and friends. He and I, you know, chat, you know, we're friends, right? And I was telling him what was going on in New York and the fact that I thought there was something 
sort of nefarious going on that they weren't counting the number that died and he wasn't being asked the question about the nursing homes. And so he always gave me uh, an open invitation to come on his program anytime to talk about the nursing home issue. So it was one night in particular when I saw the governor and his brother on another cable news channel joking around, and this was in May, um, about his love life and about um, the favorite son. And then they were using these big cotton swabs and, and I, I, my grief turned to anger. And I said, this is it. I, I have to go on and talk about this because otherwise he's just gonna continue to go on and, and not address these, this situation. So the next night I went on and I, 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 it was really difficult. And it's still, I still get, uh, you know, knots in my stomach talking about it, but it's important uh, because, you know, here we are at this point, there's several investigations into this governor and the nursing home issue. There's a federal investigation, there's an FBI investigation, and there's a justice department investigation. And now, um, you know, there are other problems with this governor uh, when it comes to harassment of, of young women that worked with him. Um, so I feel like it's like shining light on something. It's like sunlight is the best disinfectant. And Fox has been so supportive. And I know that, you know, this is a weird spot for them to be in, but because I'm an advocate, um, they're allowing that. And I say this honestly, that it doesn't matter if he was a Republican or a Democrat, I would still, I would still shout from the rooftops on behalf of my family and the 15,000 other families that deserve answers. Mm-hmm. And very sorry about your, your Sean's parents, <clears throat> huge tragedy. And Thanks. I'm sure, I think there is a natural tendency to be um, bipartisan when you're on TV. Cause you're like, if I say something here, I'm going to lose half my audience. Or if totally. I say something over there, yeah. it's gone. So coming out and doing that, I completely understand. So have you, are you getting any fallout from this since you've been sort of talking about the governor or have you been canceled on anything? Cause it, cause if not, MJ can like mute your, mute your microphone right in the middle of this. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, it's interesting you bring that up because I, I have obviously spoken on Fox. I've, I've done, interviews with the New York Post and I've written op-eds on foxnews.com and for news um, Newsweek and USA Today. Um, so there has been, you know, interest. Um, I have a very good friend on The View. Her name is Megan McCain and her and I have been friends for a very long time. And I actually went on The View for my last book, Mostly Sunny. And um, I was hoping to go on and talk about this book and also talk about the governor, you know, that this is a big, this is a big story right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I was told that my name was brought up, but they kept saying no. Um, so I have to believe that there is something, there is something there that they just, they don't want me on um, for whatever reason. Um, but, you know, the governor's office has certainly said a few things. <laughs> they know who I am, let's just put it that way. Uh, and one of his spokespeople said something to the effect of, because the Daily Mail did, a, did a, a, an article about my advocacy. And uh, one of his spokespeople said, well, sh- you know, she's not an expert on anything except maybe the weather. You know, mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, stick people to weather that right, argument, right? Stick to weather, stick to weather. Uh, and you know, <laughs> that's how they it, on, on social media, it's like the go-to I'm thinking to myself, you know, can you be a little bit more creative? Like that's so lazy, you know, mm-hmm. like weather girl, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, that just makes me want to speak out more. To be you honest. know, there there may be an opening for governor. Are you going to run for governor? <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> you know, that's so funny. Um, the New York I Post- love it. Well, that's- Are you about to make an announcement? Here we go. <laughs> it's be so cool. It's going to happen <laughs> right here on Stormfront. Let, let her talk. Oh, it's so funny. Um, you know, in a million years, I am not a political person. I am not a political person. And like I said, I find myself like, you know, my, I'm, I'm like, I don't like to talk about it because it's not me. I'm like mostly sunny. And let's take a look at yeah. the West Coast. And um, so, uh, but I will say this. So no, not right now. Mm. I will say I'm kind of sick of these career politicians that have the name, you know, and 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 have had maybe past generations that have been in politics and they kind of get it, get into it because dad did or my brother did or or whatever. I feel now more than ever, people that get into politics should be people who want to really see a change in something, something that it affects them. I think somebody like a small business owner or, um, you know, somebody that, you know, really wants to do it for the good of of their situation and others, uh, for the good of other people. So, um, you know, so not right now. I'm really happy with what I'm doing. Um, but I think now more than ever, we really need to have leaders that are doing it for the right reasons. You got my vote. Definitely. Uh, so Janice, you know, I'm thinking this could be your next book, actually. Um, mm. Down the road when you're ready, you know, just tell how this, how you started the advocacy for this. You know, how, mm. well, you just told us, I think that would be make an incredible book. Just mm. keep it back of your mind. That's, uh, well, we'll see, right? Uh it, I think it's important. I think it's really important. I, you know, and my kids know what I'm doing too. And I, you know, I used to worry about that. But at the end of the day, I want them to know that I did it for the right reasons. I want to make sure this never happens to another family. And I also want to say that sometimes it takes one person to stand up and then and then people say, well, that happened to me. And now I feel like I have courage to stand up because she did. And, and, and that's really important. That's how grassroots stuff mm-hmm. um, begins, you know, from one person who really, really feels passionate about something and stands up and then realizes that there are other people that that, it, that has happened to and they feel comfortable doing the same. So, yeah. Very <gasps> proud of you, by the way. Very proud of you. Oh, hey, well, you. that is the Very sound. Much. It is time for our lightning round. Uh, so this is our game show of flashy and brilliant questions for our guests that we always play. We invite you, invite you to play along as well. Um, tonight, uh, Janice, we, we, we bought a new game <clears throat> last uh, episode. And it's Family Feud, but it's Family Feud Late Night Edition. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, so Family Feud Late Night Edition. And so this, this, this has got a, a little more probably late night edition questions than you would see on the typical family feud. Okay. okay. So yeah. here's what we're going to do. We're going to set this up so that uh, you are a family. All right. And then the freaks, they're another family. And you, okay. might, you might think it's not fair, but I'm going to start with you. Uh, you can answer and try and answer as many of the uh, answers on the board as possible. Uh, before you get a buzzer, and if you get a buzzer, then I'm going to go to the freaks. They can they can then try and get it, and if they okay. get it, 
the, the one that the answer that's still on the board, then they win the points. If they miss it, then all the points go back to you. Okay. Sound good? And he did uh, say it's flashy and brilliant. Well, flashy. flashy and brilliant. Flashy <laughs> and brilliant. So, all right. So, here's the first one. This fun question, right? Na- so, the top three answers are on the board, Janice. Name a reason you wouldn't want to be next in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's late night edition. I told you it's late night oh edition. Gosh. Because someone did something in the toilet that, you know, has made some aroma in the room. Um, okay, so I'm I'm going to give you number two on the board. Oh, funny. Is we have to be specific. On these three answers, they have to be specific. So I'm oh, giving you ew. bowel movement by the prior person. That's number great. Two. That's perfect. Thank you. That is no, yeah, number as Dan Wallace said in the number chat, two. number two is number two. I love it. All right. So number one and three are still on the board. Name a reason you wouldn't want to be next in the bathroom, Janice. Um okay, um someone took the last towel. That is not one of the answers. So, Freaks, I'm going to go to you. MJ, you can tell MJ. MJ, you give me the, the Freaks answer. Oh, I know answer. another one. Okay. I got one. Yeah. What do you so, got, man? So, tell him. Tell no MJ. toilet paper. Yeah, no that's TV. a great one. Yeah, yeah, yeah no I like that. Yeah, no TP. No TP. What? So, the points go to Janice. Points go to Janice. So, here, here was number one was smell. I told you we man. have to be specific. Number oh, three, okay. Okay. prior person... Not just the bowel movement, but the prior person had Didn't diarrhea. Flush. Oh, oh no. no. All right. So, Janice, okay. you get the points. Good job. All right. So, here's the second one. So, this is, uh, this is the last one. Janice, this goes to you top. What do we got here? We got uh, six answers on the board. Name a place where you'd expect people to take off their clothes. Strip poker? Strip poker. <laughs> wow. Right to it, didn't you? Yeah. I, that that is not on there. Wow. That is not on there. Wow. Uh, but I'm going to give you another shot. I'm going to give you another shot. What? Yeah. Uh, you can't change. She's the, the guest. Midway. She's nice. the guest. We can now do whatever. You want we want me to say stuff, bad stuff that I could get in trouble for. Um, um you, you can say however you want to say whatever you want to shower? say. You want to take a shower? Taking a shower. Mm. Number Makes one. Sense. That is number yeah. one on the list. So two through six still on there. What's another one? Getting frisky with your special someone? You want to know what? That is not Whoa. on there, which what? is weird because I'll tell you, the late night edition usually has the good stuff on there, James. Yeah. I'm telling well, you. Well, the, the new what way the you don't have to take off your clothes. Well, right. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that, it's COVID. It's COVID okay. rules. It's safe. It's that's safe. Right. <laughs> okay, wow. Yeah, that's the, crazy. The PPE, right? Wow. The PPE way. That all right. So, all right, all right what, freaks. What do y'all think? <laughs> going to sleep. Yeah, bed. yeah bedroom, going bed. to sleep. Well, it's places, right? Places you. Name a place you'd expect bedroom. people to take off Your their bedroom. clothes. I'd say, like the, oh. I'd say like the beach or something, but. Okay. Bedroom. Yeah. Nude beach. Bedroom. Beach. Yeah. That is correct. Bedroom. Hey. Uh, did you hear the bell? No, no. but that's oh. okay. All right. There hey. we go. <laughs> bedroom. Uh, bedroom was number two. Uh, freaks, you get the points. Here was uh, three through six. Number three was fitting room. Four was doctor's office. Five. Uh, Maz, I don't know why you didn't get those. This one. Nudist colony or beach. <laughs> oh, and number six, the swimming pool. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Swimming pool, right? Yeah. Some skinny dipping. All right, Janice, good job. Well done. Thank you very much. Did I win? What did I win? You did. You win. You win pride. That's what we give Pride. Lots of pride. So uh, tell our listeners 
how they can uh, buy your book and find you on social media. Well, I'm at Janice Dean on Twitter, and I apologize. There is some weather, but most of it is, you know, like governor stuff. But I will, I will get back to mostly sunny tweets about weather. I know it will happen at some point. Uh, and then at Janice Dean on Facebook and at Janice Dean FNC on Instagram. Uh, and what else was? Oh, and you Where can they buy your book. You can get this anywhere. But you know what? If you buy it, pass it along to somebody. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that's the best thing you can do with this book is spread it like sunshine. Yeah. So what's right. your so publisher yeah. saying about yeah, that so answer? Don't buy the book. <laughs> right. <laughs> what's your publisher have to say about that? Yeah. It's uh, it's okay. fine. Hey, I will them. say this, Janice, uh, your publisher was kind enough to send us a hard copy of the book. Uh, we're going to be giving this away to uh, one of our uh, EF5 or above Patreon members. Uh, we're going to give one of these away so that they can get it and they can spread it around as well. So well, hey, I'm gonna, I'll give you a couple other copies, okay? Nice. Can you sign them? Of course I will. That would be yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do three cool. of them. I'll do three of them. I got an idea for you since you're not going nice. to do books. What's that? You need to do um, segments, like a series of TV segments where you go on inter- and you could put it on Pure Flix. I bet they would pick you up. What's wow. Pure Flix? Oh, yeah, what's you Pure need to look them up. It's all clean. Sure. It's like Netflix only clean. There's no MA. <laughs> No TVMA. <laughs> Are you making that up? You're just no. I'm up. serious. No, he's I'm serious. Maz is serious Maz, about that. He's stuff. always yeah. serious. He's okay. all right. Trying to well, make right. money. Well, hey, it's about time to celebrate storm season with some new gear at wxshed.com. They have a huge selection of weather and storm chaser themed merchandise, including Stormfront Freaks shirts, beverage containers, and stickers. Uh, just go to wxshed.com. And click on the Brands tab to find all your Stormfront Freaks favorites. Hey, we're going to take our final break. We're coming back with some new hashtag Weather Fools, a wasted weather clip, and Weather Trollbot is coming out of the garage. So grab your earmuffs and meet us right back here. Hey, it's Ginger Z from ABC News, and you are listening to the Stormfront Freaks Podcast. Let's take a drive under the moon. Let's take a drive under the somber sky. Let's take a drive under the moon. All right, welcome back. Hey, time now for weather fools this is the part of the show where people are doing dumb stuff in the weather which is pretty much everywhere these days so here to kick us off with the first one ladies first kim what do you have all right well i have a picture um this i believe and i apologize i don't know where this exactly is from but i know it was last week and i'm assuming this is colorado after the big blizzard but i want to for those of you who'll be listening to this and not seeing it this car was driving down the road, and it must have hit a, a snowdrift. And you could see it's kind of nose down and tilted to the left. Yeah, quite. But the snow is piled up halfway to the top of the car. So somebody was driving, hit the snowdrift, the bank, got out of it, and then it continued to snow. You could see the tracks yeah. coming out. <laughs> you can, so, yeah. You can, yeah. So to me, it's it's crazy that somebody would be out driving in this it was well forecasted and well this is what happens when you don't listen to the weather people the weather (laughs) girls and boys (laughs) 
And they got out and walked. And they got out and walked. That's Which you shouldn't do. Right? You shouldn't do the getting no, out you shouldn't and walking. Do that. no. That's foo number two. No. No. no, and you could tell they were leaving because the the steps, their their footsteps are coming towards us. So they definitely got out of the car and moved on. But anyway, that's my weather full. I don't know who it was. Hopefully they're safe and sound. But please don't head out in weather conditions like this. Ooh, nice PSA there, Kim. At the end, yeah, good job. <laughs> All right, Greg. Days came back to me. <laughs> you got one too. Yeah. Now listen, my weather fool actually comes from the storms that happened in Alabama last week. Uh, and last, last well, night. Well, right. I know, but I was thinking this is a audio podcast and it's coming oh. out on Sunday. So okay. anyway, Phil, but uh, any, okay. Very forward thinking of you, Greg. This Good literally job. happened yesterday, okay? <laughs> and so uh, there was over, uh, I think, close to 25 tornado reports in Alabama and Mississippi yesterday. And uh, so this guy, uh, I... I have to assume he was storm chasing, but he's either a the most unaware storm chaser in history or the chillest storm chaser in history. Because as I play this, well, he does have a collared see. shirt. <laughs> yeah, he does have a collared well, shirt on. I'm sure he's but, a professional storm. But chaser. but when you check it out on the show notes, he he starts off by like you know I think there might be a tornado, and we all we can see is his face. But then as I push the play button. You can see that as he oh. now puts the oh. camera out the window, he's he's literally being chased, chased. by right a nasty tornado <laughs> down the road towards him. It's, oh my god! And Greg, <laughs> did like, he even know? Did he see? He wasn't sure if it was a tornado. I'm kind of. I think I saw this one. Was he not sure what he was seeing? Well, he's he's like. I think it's literally a tornado. Yeah. <laughs> he puts the yep. camera out the window behind the car. And yep, there's a tornado like 200 yards away. Wild. So, well, at least he was going yesterday? away from it. This, this was literally from the outbreak in Alabama. Yeah. Uh, so last week? <laughs> all right thank you Greg. I thought, that was I, I thought i was doing the smart thing there you, man you are you are smart just saying <laughs> phil is even smarter he's got three weather fools tonight i do all right so uh uh dan wallace our patreon member he's gonna love this because this was down in texas uh the storms uh, a few days ago and one of these that i'm going to show you is of a storm chaser uh, who's chasing a tornado and and gets a little close. So they're looking out their side passenger window. They're looking forward. There's a ton of debris. Oh. Oh. And all of a sudden, there's like a wow. building that hits them dead on right in the windshield. Uh, That's like watch. a scene out of the movie Twister right yeah. there. No yeah. kidding. Right. Yeah. Watch. We'll watch that again. Looking out the front, yeah. and here comes here a building. Comes. Oh. It's like a carport, yeah. a flying yeah. carport. Oh. Boy, yeah, that hit slammed them. right into their windshield. Yeah, so that, that's getting a little too them. close. I'm so jealous. Getting a little too close. All right, next one, uh, Aaron J. Jack on Twitter. Uh, this one is of the uh, Colorado snow that they mm. also recently got a ton of snow up there. And I guess this is how they play in the snow. They hook up a inner tube or sled behind a pickup truck. They stick God. a kid on it, and they uh, have them hold on to a rope. That's just good. Fun. And they just start going That's down the fun. residential street. I see no problem with this. I don't this is, this is <laughs> not I've literally done this. Fool. Come on. This is not a Come weather on. fool. 
<laughs> Don't put this in the show notes, Phil. No, not a weather do not. <laughs> I would do the same thing. <laughs> okay, so so it's uh, controversial. Controversial yes. weather fool. Better than the interstate. All right. <laughs> and then and then the last one I've got is uh, a video courtesy of Bill Douglas. This was on ABC Seven Amarillo Twitter, That's and again TV of name. a uh, Texas tornado. And as you watch, there's someone who's basically looking out their porch. They're filming this tornado. And then they decide, you know, we better at least go indoors. But all they do is they just kind of step inside the door. They leave the door wide open. Very safe. And they just step inside the door. Like that's going to make it a whole lot better. And then as you see, they'll flip their camera up. And and you're going to start seeing debris kind of flying all over the place sure, here eventually there's there's going to be uh sticks like that's oh, a major gosh. tornado too that yeah, is a yeah. that is a solid solid ef2 right there yeah and uh they're just like a doors wide open and they're uh filming this thing going by and look at the wind look at oh look at God. the, oh, the wow. debris starting to pick up Jeez. yeah Wow. Yeah. Okay. Some stuff are tipping over, stuff and then the eventually is, you'll start okay, seeing stuff, stuff flying in front of the yeah. camera. Yeah, get to your basement. Oh no! Yeah, oh, and they're just they're just chilling. Wow. Oh my gosh. Just chilling. Technically, Saying, hey, this is pretty cool. They were indoors, so you know. Like there yeah. goes another stick. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Right in front. Yeah. Yeah, now the debris is like changing. And, and if you listen to house. this thing, like if you watch this thing, so we'll put it in the show notes, but if you watch and listen to this, I mean, it is it is just windy. Roaring. Like you could not believe. Crazy. Stick at 100 miles an hour, not good. All right. <laughs> Man. <clears throat> was that three? That that was my three. Yeah. Oh, wow, that went fast. Well, that one didn't count, so. Yeah, that's right. Two and a half. And we know this is an audio podcast, so if you really want to see the video and you do, you want to go to stormfrontfreaks.com, episode 127, and check it out in the show notes, all except for the one that Greg said, don't look at. Cool. All right, right, Serena. Sounds like it's time for wasted weather. So this is where we scour the dark web, and we're looking and trying to hunt down those clips that maybe have been discarded or gotten rid of because maybe someone was just a little too intoxicated before they did that weather report or before they gave that interview. So they can't hide it from us. We found it. We've gone out and uh, we've got a special one here tonight. All right. So this, I wanted to surprise you guys a little bit. So we just got done talking to Janice and the fact that she was a three-timer on the show. Right, mm, better than a two timer. One, one, one of the first ones. Uh, <laughs> but I also mentioned who another three timer on the show was, and that is uh, the great Gary England, the legendary Gary England out of Oklahoma City. Uh, he's been on twice, and the third time was on our hundredth episode live. Right. Uh, so those of you that joined us in Oklahoma City for the live broadcast of episode one hundred, we got to meet Gary and hang out with Gary. And it was great, but I, I, I thought this was, this was so cool because, Serena, I, I scoured the dark, dark web all week, and I found this gem. This is uh, Gary giving his last forecast on KWTV9. So this is like his very last forecast. And you're going to hear why this version was probably discarded because I think Gary had probably been celebrating a little bit too much uh, prior to giving this version of his forecast. 
Tonight, clear and mild. Then we're going to have warm nights and hot days. Is that a surprise? You know, I've done about 30,000 of these shows, and I, and I asked uh, Susan Gear, how many ways can you say hot? Anybody got any ideas? Then <laughs> maybe a little bit cooler uh, uh, Sunday-Monday time frame, a slight chance for rain with it. And for the allergies, a lot of us are having problems with this stuff, and we continue with the pollen and the, well, the grass and weed pollen in the high category. Everything else is good. The uh, low this morning, uh, close to normal at a 70. The high this afternoon, 94, a little hotter than normal. We've been up to 106. That's not showing up right now. There's a lot of moisture in the atmosphere, and it helps keep you a little bit cooler, even though it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> wow. Is that me? Anybody else see that? <laughs> okay. The 83, heat index 87, so that's how hot it feels out right now due to a rather high dew point coming in at 70. And... Across the state, what do you say? It's 70s and it's 80s, not a lot of wind, and really it's cooled off nicely. You just need a little bit of a breeze. Storm system roll by right now. We're going to be under the influence of high pressure and a little low pressure in the vicinity too. Uh, but overall, it looks like we just continue hot. No surprise there. Lows. 70s uh, late tonight and tomorrow morning. Jump back, throw me down, Loretta. And those of you who have watched a long time or even just a short time, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And I'm going to slip back up here again. <laughs> Who's Loretta? <laughs> I think he was under the influence of a little high pressure there. I think so too. He, he mentioned the, the grass and the weed. You can't go wrong when you're like, we're under the influence of high pressure and low pressure. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he threw them both in there, didn't he? Yeah. High pressure and there's some low pressure. <laughs> oh, Serena, oh, I'll tell gosh. you what. If, if uh, You got to go back and watch or listen to some of those episodes with Gary. Oh. He's, he's I'm great. He's, I'm going to have to. I, I remember watching oh, him when I was hilarious. in Oklahoma. He's, you know, yeah. he's a good guy, oh, but I got to yeah. see him on the show. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. All right. It's our favorite segment. Says who? Except for, except for, for Maz. <laughs> it's our favorite segment. This is where we bring out Phil's garage sale find. He found weather troll bra. Weather Trollbot a few years ago. <laughs> Have another. Yeah, me and Gary, we're, we've been drinking together all afternoon. But uh, this is where we bring out Weather Trollbot, where we uh, find people who have been trolling our weather friends and, you know, sending them these nasty, nasty messages on uh, Twitter and Facebook and these sorts of things. And what Phil does, and uh, Phil, I think it's magical how you've got this uh, Weather Trollbot program now that you can get it so accurate it's quite amazing but phil inputs our uh, uh our weather friends he inputs their response to the trolls 
and whether Trollbot spits out what they were really thinking. Phil? Yeah, so it's 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 another Ginger Z night uh, tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Shouldn't come as a surprise to any of the fans of, of Weather Trollbot 5000. Um, uh, and some of these have come from some of our listeners, so I appreciate those of you that keep sending us, uh, whether on Twitter or email, or you keep sending us uh, these great troll examples. So here is the first one with Ginger. Um, <clears throat> they're, they're talking about her hairstyle. Right. Right. And so this was on Instagram. Im- important stuff. So this was on Instagram and and Ginger withheld the name like you couldn't see enough of the name. Otherwise, we'd throw him under the bus. But they said, Ginger Z, I love you, but someone is lying to you about this hairstyle. And they included an image of Joan Cusack from the movie Working Girl, where she had this just huge hair, you know, big hair. Yeah, yeah. Had a deal. So, you know, Ginger being... Ginger, right? Nice and professional and on the up and up. She replied, said, what this person doesn't realize is that I love big hair, Joan Cusack, (laughs) right? Also, she said, swipe to see the comparison today and the look I'm giving you, sir. All right. So so here's what we got to do. So as Greg said, we're going to plug that stuff into Weather Trollbot. And then she's going to spit out here what what Ginger was really thinking. Here's what Ginger was really thinking. I love you too, but hop on the road to Pittsburgh because big hair is the shizzle. (laughs) To Pittsburgh. Uh So is is shizzle a good thing? (laughs) I don't know. I guess it's what what she was thinking, so I don't know. I used to have a shizzle stick in my drink. Oh, All right, so here's the second one. Um, and is this one, one our, also Ginger? It is. And, and one of our Patreon members, Curtis uh, Fafard, gave us this one. Uh, and it was, it was in reply to Greg. It was in reply to Ginger's clothing, because, of course, that's right. important. That's too, also right? important. Right? <clears throat> All right, so this Twitter, Sophia Morris, by the way. So thank you for contributing to our segment. She said, actually, I agree. I'm tired of newswomen being all gizzied up for a night on the town while giving the news, but the men are in suits. Why does Ginger Z and all of GMA go along with Disney, making them dress provokingly while claiming to be a family-oriented network? Hmm. Important stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So Ginger Z comes back. Sophia, please show me the last time you saw me looking that way. I've attached my last three days of outfits, and I assure you, None of these would be used for a night on the town. That seems reasonable. <laughs> that's, yeah. It does, yeah. Good response, yeah. I'm impressed I'm sure she, she had wasn't pictures of her now. last three outfits. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm okay. plugging this in. Here is what Ginger was really thinking. Sophia, you are a bag. If my work dress compares to your night on the town, then enjoy the 4 p.m. salad buffet Friday night at Applebee's. I recommend <laughs> shit stick and fart rolls with special kiss my sauce. <laughs> night on the town at Applebee's, I guess, oh is what she was thinking. You know, Phil, that may be the best response Weather Trollbot has ever come up with. I think so. <laughs> All right, let, let's, let's listen to that wow. one again, man. Yeah. Here is what Ginger was really thinking. Sophia, you are a 
bag. If my work dress compares to your night on the town, then enjoy the 4 p.m. salad buffet Friday night at Applebee's. I recommend the shit stick and fart rolls with special kiss my ass sauce. <laughs> wow. Wow. Right. Another so, robot really nailed it. Really, uh, really nailed it's it. It's so well calibrated. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, so, oh, God. Drop me a line. You've got mail, baby. Yeah. All right. Let's check the weather bag. All right, here we are for the Freak Fan Box. Uh, we got a bunch of them. <laughs> um, at Twister Jim 3, Jim Frank, says he's all caught up on at Stormfront Freak episodes. I love everything about this podcast. You get it all. Science, humor, weather history, you name it. Keep up the good work. SFF. And wow. he just started nice. last week too. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. <laughs> How much where he gets the them? science and the uh, the, you yeah. know, the others, the humor, maybe. Was, but the science. I'm just gonna the- say, uh, shout out to Phil's mom for writing that one. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, mom. All right. And of course, our good friend Michael Binsky, who we talked about earlier in terms of being on the show several times, uh, must have been watching the last episode. Uh, to, tweeted out to us, uh, by the way, I was yelling, cause I'm thirsty in my truck for family feud. That was one of our, uh, I'm trying to remember which oh, yeah. t- t- reasons was. why you drink, why do why you drink? So thanks Mike for checking in with that. Um, at Justin Franson eight, uh, Justin says awesome podcasts. Uh, that's what he says. Awesome. Podcast. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. We agree. I like that was concise. Uh (laughs) It was. All right. uh, At L Cotton Photo, that's Leanne Cotton, uh, says best. That's the cotton, by the way. That's that's English for the cotton. L Cotton, right? Yeah, yeah, that's Leanne, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) Best listened to with a hot mess of scrambled eggs and coffee. Right on. Referring to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. (laughs) Nice. Did she call us a hot mess? Elcon. The cotton. Very good. All right. And Loss, that's Loss, says, uh, this is a great listen. Thanks. Funny and interesting in equal measure. Off to track y'all down on Facegram now. Which of course is a reference to me. <laughs> a stalker, another stalker. That's right. So, by the uh, way, by the way, MJ, I've seen that reference so many times since that happened, and uh, I think it might be catching on. Hey, that's good. I should get something for that. We we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and maybe Facebook too. Said now. It. I don't know. Pardon? You almost said it again. I, I did. It um, so look us up there, or send us a. Uh, some feedback at questions at stormfrontfreaks.com. That's it for the Freak Fan Box. Thanks, everybody. Very good. Well, I think that just about does it uh, for this episode of Stormfront Freaks podcast. Uh, thanks for listening or watching. And, and before I get to our next guest, who our next guest is going to be, uh, if you like the show, don't forget to subscribe or follow the show so you get notified and you receive the latest episodes delivered right to your podcast player the moment it gets released. And this is important because... Um, one of the things we discovered was uh, our last guest, Josh Morgerman, uh, you know, when, when we posted it on Sunday, you know, we advertised where to find it on Apple Podcasts and everything else. If you don't subscribe to the show, for example, on Apple Podcasts, you can't see it till about 24 hours later. But if you subscribe, you get it right away. 
So, so just another reason why you might want to uh, subscribe. And I'm going to also tell you why it's even more important now. As I teased earlier, as I was talking about Weather Podcast Month, that there's going to be some new uh, awesome content that we're going to be adding to our stream that you are not going to want to miss. Uh, it's going to be coming up real soon. But again, you're not going to see it uh, if you don't subscribe. Uh, but if you subscribe, it's going to be a surprise. It's going to be like Christmas morning. You're going to wake up one morning and there's going to be something new and shiny uh, in your podcast feed and, and you're just, you're going to get all giddy and you're not going to want to change out of your jammies. It's going to be really cool. Greg, we better subscribe. Yeah, like <laughs> <Even> better. <laughs> uh, also visit patreon.com slash stormfront freaks. You can check out all the ways you can support us and really how we can do more for you. You, you, you can have access to our live raw recordings that we do with, with our guests. Uh, watch that. Uh, you can see that and stream that. You, you can chat with us there and chat with our guests while you're doing that. We also have our monthly virtual happy hours with our freaks. You can even join our guests in the green room of our show recordings, uh, like Dan Wallace, and we'll bring you in during breaks. You can ask our guests questions. Uh, it's really kind of cool. And I want to let you know our first exclusive T-shirts we're just shipped and delivered to our Merch and More members, Dan and Timothy. Uh, should have just gotten their, their exclusive Stormfront Freak t-shirts uh, for being members. So visit patreon.com slash Stormfront Freaks to join the team. And again, thank you uh, for those of you supporting us. We appreciate it. Mm -hmm. uh, special thanks tonight. Uh, I think we all, we've all talked about it already, how great it was to have Janice back on tonight. <laughs> Um, so it's, uh, it's always good to have her on and, and, uh, she's a great friend of the show next episode. So we'll be back in two weeks. We're going to be recording live and raw for our Patreon members on April 1st with the tornado trackers are coming back. Uh, Gabe, Jeff, and Jeremy are going to be back on the show as well. Uh, I know they've already been on some of those Texas tornadoes, uh, earlier this week. Uh, so I'm sure we're going to have some great stories we can share with them. So, all right, guys, you ready? Uh, MJ, Maz, Kim, Serena, Greg, I'm going to go ahead and single the all clear. We'll, we'll catch you guys next time. All right. So, good Bye, night, everybody. everybody. Bye. 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 See ya. Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. And watch our live and recorded shows on YouTube. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you are there, check out our live interactive storm chaser radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.